South. She from the South. She's okay. from Louisiana. So, okay. Yeah. Eight or two fake, dirty hey, rhymes. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I My know wife, she's Creole too. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Y'all last time, I was like that Boutte. Boutte. Man, that's some Creole shit right okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mine's the lane. So, yeah. That's some Creole shit, man. Well, man, I'm glad you came through, man. You looking I'm fly, thanks, man. man. You got I appreciate the pants, you know what I'm saying? Got, got the suit. You know, I see you with the Air Maxes on them. It's fly right hey, there. Appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. treat yourself air now, man. Air, you know what I'm saying? Man. I see you fresh too, man. Yeah, like man. them kicks. Them look cozy, man. They are. They are very comfortable. I love Nike, man. That's all I really wear is Nike. Man. Yeah, That's man. All I, really wear I wasn't in the shoes for a long time, but the older I got, you know, I wanted to try to get something that I couldn't yeah. get as a kid, which is some shoes that I want sometimes. Yeah, y'all, so. no, I feel you. I grew up when I was growing up, when I first got my first job, I spent all my money on Jordans. I used yeah. to love wearing Jordans. Yeah. I don't wear them no more, but- How you not wear Jordans no more? Bro, I can't stand, bro. One time, it was the W All-Star Weekend. Jordan took my girl, bro. Hold up, nigga, what Jordan? Montel <laughs> Jordan, no, nigga? Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. What? My, I was dating a girl at the time. She won tickets to the W in Phoenix when the All-Star Weekend was there. Gotcha. So she can go every night. It was different parties. So uh, one night I decided to go with her. So it's the end of the party. It's, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, it's my first time ever seeing celebrities. Anything. What city is this? It's, it was in Phoenix. In Phoenix. Okay. So like, but I don't know if you, have you ever been to All-Star Weekend? Nah. Oh my God. They bring them all out. They, one time in Dallas, but it was Oh, Dallas is crazy too. Yeah, Dallas is crazy. But All-Star Weekend bring women from everywhere. Right. And this was like the first year, like- when the asses really hit the scene, you know what I mean? When you was like, you was like, is that real? Like, is oh, she yeah. part pony? It yeah. was like, it was that year. So it was the end of the night. I remember DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh yeah. Was, 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 he was, he was DJing and, uh, you know, DJ playing that last little, you know, when the genuine pony come on, it's time to end the night. You right. better get your last cup. You ain't got it yet. You better get her. Right. So all the little, all the, all the, all the ball chasers, they chasing, they, they looking for who they going home with. And, uh, I remember right next to me was this girl. She was talking to Terrell Owens. She was talking to T.O. Fabulous was to the left. It's Damn. a couple of them. So they all choose. It's like, it's like a group of them. Damn. And the lights come on. And all of a sudden, uh, there was like a VIP area at the, at the top. Damn. And somebody came down. And I literally, as soon as they came, I heard everybody start yelling. Damn. And, and you all, with your girl at this point. I'm with chilling. my girl. We right. good. We good. We right. just in the pocket. We chilling. Just, How long like, had y'all been dating? We was dead for like four, five years. It was my oh, girlfriend. Damn. It oh, was shit. my girlfriend. I had some stuff at her house. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> I had a toothbrush at her house. Damn. She had a toothbrush at mine. So um, everybody hollering. They're like, what's going on? And I just seen the, the girl. All I remember was a girl right here talking to T.O. In the middle of the conversation, she giving her number or whatever she doing. And boom, she just damn. peeled out. From T.O.? Yeah, she bounced. Hey, man, this is Michael Jordan. Damn. So I'm like, man, look at look at this girl right here. She thirsty. She just, I look to the left and my girl gone. <laughs> she disappeared. Michael Jordan is at the top and he's picking out girls. He like, you, 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 you. MJ do it like I, that? Man, they, they go for MJ. My girl put her what? hand up and she got chose, bro. What? She got I chose. She put her hand up. Yeah, she was like, ah. No, you're supposed to go put your butt on. I didn't want to be a hater though. Because I, I dated a girl, the girl I was dating at the time, she was in the hoop. She was a hooper. Oh, okay. so, um Damn, they already had chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, to be, to be Jordan, I'm like, cool. But <laughs> for him to choose her and, it, Damn. and be chose, Damn. so it, it got me. So I'm, I'm like, okay, they're going to take a picture and then she'll be back. So by this time, she go up. Still. Jordan had some blue jeans on, did he? Or one of them baggy All suits. I seen was the blazer in the, in the earring. That's that all like I, him. I yeah. couldn't see what was, it was too much chaos. Yeah. And so he picks her in a group of them. They just all line and they all go up to the VIP or whatever that. So by this time, I'm waiting about 30 minutes. She's going to be back. They're going to take a picture and she'll be back. <laughs> right. So uh, so 
I'm waiting there. I'm just waiting. Club still, they about to close. No, the club closed by this time. It's club, it was closed. Like, it's done. Yet? Bro, the dude, it was a little Mexican dude sweeping at them. He was like, hey, Damn. what are you doing? I was like, I'm waiting for my girlfriend. He was like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, he was like, what's going on? So uh, security camera was like, hey, man, we got to get everybody out of here. Damn. I'm like, by this time, I'm mad. I'm like, my girl is up there. Right. He's like, uh, right. We hear that all the time. Right, <laughs> you know right, right. Yo, so, girl. Huh? Yo, girl is out there. And, uh, <laughs> I go outside to the car and I'm like sitting on the on the back of the car. I walk and get in the car. You call I'm, her? Nah, like mm. matter of fact, I did call her. Yeah. And I don't know if it was dead or she just sent me straight the voicemail. I and don't know. Was, that, and so and, and the cold part about it, <laughs> as a man, you know, when you got time to wait on your girl, all you thinking about is the worst. You of like, course. oh man, they running the two, three press right, on my girl. Right, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I was stuck. So I'm sitting in the car, I'm mad, I'm upset. And uh, I get out the car and I'm, I'm standing on the back of the car and I could see it was like one of the dudes who cleaned up the venue is now, I'm, now I'm out here like an hour and a half, Damn. like just sitting up against my car and a dude walks out and uh, I, I was like, I was hot. I'm like super mad by this time. And he's like, oh man, I like your shoes. Like I, I could tell that he was scared to like pass me because mm. he could tell I was upset. And so he tried to like compliment me, like, hey, I like your shoes. Right. And I and I then I had some J's on. I had the Elevens, the black and white Elevens. <laughs> oh, I was like, fuck these shoes. <laughs> like yeah, I remember getting mad. Yeah. So I went in the car, took my shoes off. Now yeah. I'm sitting there with my house shoes, waiting on my girl. Yeah. I get in the car. By this time, it's like two hours, and uh, I'm sitting in the car. I got the music playing. I'm just sitting there. I remember. Uh, you listen to Boys to Men? Nah, I was drinking. Oh, it was. I remember it was drinking my. It was drinking my cup by <laughs> Kirk Banks. I was drinking in my Damn. cup. And my girl comes and gets in the car, man, and it was just, it was wild, bro. What? I never asked her what happened. What? Because when your girl leaves with Jordan, right. you don't ask what happened. The hell with that? Nah, I don't nah. want to know what happened. Did she just got in the car and didn't say nothing? It was like, um, well, mm-mm. That's just, and you is a duplicate. Just drive home, fam. What? Bro, I didn't ask nothing. I was what? upset. I was, I was sorry. I want to ask her now. She got to tell me. Nah, Where nah, does nah. she live yeah, now? She gone. She gone. No. Nah. She belonged to the streets. She, she belongs to the gang. Damn. But yeah, bro. So ever since then, I was like, I was done. But I used to be the person at the song. Like when you come in my room, I had Jordans as a decoration. It'd be Jordans around my whole room. I, I collected J's. I'd be the type of person that would get up in the morning, be there for the release. You know, <laughs> I love J's. But Damn. ever since then, I ain't wore a pair of Jordans Damn. ever since. Yeah. That's fucked up. Jordan at the house when I'm smoking a cigar, like, a damn, cigar. bro. I remember your girl. <laughs> right, <laughs> no, right, right, right. Damn. That's crazy, bro. That's wild, man. Yeah. So, you were you doing comedy at this time? No, no, no. I was actually a rapper at the time. What? I was a local rapper. What? A local rapper. Nigga, that's the story, I, I, nigga. I, I, what? I was, I was a terrible rapper, bro. Really? If you go right now on YouTube, I got a web series called Dream Big. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> it was all the behind the scenes of making it as a rapper in Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. So I got like studio sessions. I did the wow. whole thing. But it was crazy. But the ironic part about it, um, my I went to the film school. I got some couple guys to film. And at the time, they were like, uh, when we started the whole series, they were like, well, what are you doing this for? I was like, because when I'm done, I'm about to move to LA. I'm going to blow up. Mm-hmm. And I really moved to LA. I stopped doing music, but mm-hmm. I really moved to LA. Like it was crazy. And I didn't in my mind ever want to move to LA. Right. I guess it's the power of just speaking things in the, in, in it the existence. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just, I said it and it, and it happened. Wow. So it's dope. So when you came here, the music was out of the equation. Music. Did, when did that when when you came here, what were your intentions? I was just getting away. I was just got, got too. You. I was getting into a lot of trouble back home. Gotcha. I got caught up in a situation. So I was just like, man, I'm 
I'm trying to live. I need gotcha. to change my environment. Gotcha. Yeah, man, I had a, actually somebody had broke into my house. I, I was doing music at the time. Like I said, I had right. a whole studio set up at the time. That thug life nigga was yeah, out there. Yeah, I was out there. I thought, uh. I, was, I, thought I was a light-skinned Tupac. Yeah. You know what I mean? so, <laughs> light-skinned, I always got to do a little <laughs> yeah, extra too. Just yeah, yeah, hey, don't come over here with hey, that shit because I'm light-skinned, though. Hey, I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> this is Why not a real, that you can hey, get this it, is dude. not a relaxer, huh? <laughs> so uh, they had kicked in my door and stole my, robbed me from my studio. They stole everything on my house. So um, I remember I just was like, I got my studio took. Me, me and the girl that I was dating at the time. I the came, Jordan bitch? Yeah, the Jordan bitch. I, mean, I was living with the Jordan bitch. Wow, <laughs> you know that? Wow, yeah, wow. She, uh, she had left. And so I was just in the house. Like I, I remember the only thing I had in my house was the uh, Kevin Hart's first comedy special. Mm. And I was like super depressed. Like when I tell you I was depressed, depressed. Like yeah. I was like laying on the side of my bed looking up. And uh, I had P90X. Oh yeah, one DVD. Shout out to P ninety. I did yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. too. Yeah, I had P ninety. So there yeah. was my two DVDs. Like if I had a girl come over, you get uh, <laughs> P90. summer body, right. or, or you had Kevin Hart. And right. so I'd be laying on the side of my bed, and I was just like, man, God, I need, I need a way out of this. Bro. Right. Like, like I'm, I'm capped out. Like my life ain't going nowhere. And sure enough, man, a couple months later, um, a buddy of mine, shout out to Norman Towns, was doing comedy. And he was like, man, you funny, bro. I'll be watching your little your series. Nice. And at the time, I was like, what you mean I'm funny, bro? I'm <laughs> trying to be a rapper. Right, right. And so uh, he put me on stage. And what I found out through going through that process is really what I love doing is performing for people, like mm. entertaining people alive. So, because like, I wasn't a good rapper, but I would right. give like a good, good performance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'd be hyped and touching people's hands. And I would do the whole, right. I had all of the steps down. Right. So uh, I started doing comedy and that's how I got into it, man. That's fire. Yeah. That's fire. So when you came out here, you knew him already and you just started hitting open mics and kind of just yeah, rocking. Yeah, I just was like, uh, they had the uh, comedy bureau, you go in there and uh, I was just hitting up a lot of open mics. Gotcha. And uh, you know, Dave Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. at the time, Dave Arnold taught a comedy class at the high. That's right, that's right. So I um, signed up for the class. And he helped me build my first set. That's my first, tight. my whole first set was just like uh, growing up a young parent. So my whole first set was just me talking about my mom was sixteen when she had me. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. I remember he helped me build my first That's set. So, shout out to David Arnold. Yeah, man. shout out to David. And his special Spe- currently on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a point. man a dope job with it. Great, great job. Set. Yeah, I think he's an amazing comedic Facts. writer. Like yeah, just, his whole setup and just the whole the, delivery yeah, and the consistent so, flow yeah, of the whole show. Just he's so organized as a comedian. So right. yeah, he's super dope. So I took his class. I built a little set and I just kept working it, working it, working. At the time, I was in the era like I would say my my, my set like a monologue. I would just keep saying it word for word. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's funny. I had no start, no like it was just I'd be like, hey y'all, uh, well any of y'all got young parents? <laughs> yeah. Growing up, I had young parents. Think about having young parents. Is, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just monologue with it, but. It was dope, man. That's dope. Now, dope. At this time, are you still working in LA? Did you get yourself a job? How was it trying to find your way in a new place and starting comedy? How were you able to balance life coming to California? Oh, man. So I was literally here for about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I had my, a little Chrysler 300, mm-hmm. crashed my Chrysler. Damn. And so I didn't have a car. Damn. And I remember I was messing with a chick and uh, she financed a scooter for me. Damn. So I'm like, I was just like these LA chicks be nice as hell. Yeah, though, man. man I got nice. me. A, I had found me a cool little chick, and she got me a scooter, man. So yeah. the cool thing about the scooter is like I parked that mug right in front of the comedy club. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I'd be like, I didn't have to worry about parking. So I literally like my whole 
time I was doing open mics, yeah. I was on a scooter. But we lived in the hood, though. We lived mm. on 111th and Vermont. Oh, That's shit. South Central. Niggas gonna try you. Yeah. I'm, so <laughs> so that, and they be like, hey, cuz, where you from? My back. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, go faster, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go faster, motherfucker. Yeah, I remember one time I had to get on the freeway. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, <laughs> yeah. If wherever I go, they'd be like, oh, you look like one of the enemies. I was like, no, I'm one of the friends, man. I'm like, I know. <laughs> right, it's right. always somebody beefing with somebody that look like me. So my, my whole open mic stage, I was like on a scooter. Like, Damn. That's crazy. Me. I used to sell scooters for a while. When I, when I told you I sold Volkswagen. So yeah. Back in the day when we acquired a Vespa scooter store. Yeah. So, okay. So I was rolling. Yeah. That's yeah. what I had, a Vespa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was dope. Yeah. I, I had a little... stylist. I got a little mid-century kind of little vibe to No, no, no. I didn't have a classic look. When I, oh. they, they, they made one that was like more sporty. I had oh. the sporty one. Like trying to make it look cool. No, no, it wasn't yeah. the class. Was like, Mine was a little I mean, bit more yeah, motorcycle looking. Yeah. You know I mean? had a little scooter vest. I was like, sons of anarchy on you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So, leather, all this shit. Yeah, it was dope, man. So I remember that time. Like my whole open mic, I was just doing it on a scooter. Dope. And then I met a, I met a cat that was like, look, they opening this new comedy club. Mm-hmm. You should come work. It's at the Chinese theater. Like mm-hmm. I needed a job. Like I was working a little like temp jobs. I'd be working at warehouses and stuff like that. And my boy was like, hey man, you should come get this job. It's at a comedy club. We just got to be barkers. I was like, what's a barker? Mm. It was just like, man, come. And literally, uh, it's on Hollywood Boulevard where the Chinese theater, they was bringing Deaf Comedy Jam back. Mm-hmm. It was all Deaf Comedy all deaf. I remember that. So when they first opened the club, they would do two shows. They would do one on Wednesday night, yep. and then, uh, which Tony Rock hosted. Yep. And then Chris Spencer would host the one on Friday. Yeah, and uh, I came to one of those. I was visiting from New York and came. The show was tight. tight. Oh my god, tight, perfectly the, set still up. some of the best nights I yeah. remember. I mean, I got so many stories about them nights working wow. there. But I was a barker, so I would have to go outside on Hollywood Boulevard with like Spider Man, Batman, the midgets, and yeah. everything. And I'd be like, "Hey man, come check out the comedy show. Got come check out the comedy you. show. Come check out got the comedy." But uh, so I would get like a dollar for everybody I got in. And then the cool thing about it, like once I, I did that for an hour, I can come in and watch the show and then I'll work the light and nice. that's how it built up. So on a Wednesday night, I'll be the light man. And then from there, I built a relationship with Tony Rock and nice. he would, uh, he was, Tony, I don't, I don't know if you've ever met Tony Rock, but he's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Randomly in New York, me and my wife was out and him and his girl at the time, I don't know if he's still together, I think, which I think they, they've been together for a while, but we crossed paths at a super player hotel and just in passing, I was like, oh man, I'm a fan. Yeah. He was cool, came over, said what's up. We took a photo together. Yeah, he, I posted that bitch like six times. Throwback, <laughs> throwback, throwback again. Throwback, yeah. Another throwback. <laughs> hey, he he reposted on the story though. <laughs> hey, he will show you love. I think yeah. he's like uh, for comedians that's coming up in the game. To, if you want to bump into a comedian and, yeah. and it will kind of inspire you, it's yeah. definitely a Tony Rock. Dope. So uh, I had just started comedy too when we crossed. Yeah, because he's so. really good about like you know like he loves the culture of comedy. Yeah. So he'll sit down and talk comedy with you for hours. So the cool thing about that, I was like, I was, I was struggling, couldn't take no, like I meet a girl, but couldn't really afford to take her on a date right. or something. So I bring a girl to the to the show and he would just let me like, he would he would help me like, man, sit in my VIP section. Like, nice. you, whatever you want to drink. Nice. Or, you know what I'm saying? So he make it like- Real big you, homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like nice. make, just, just big me up. And right. I just always thought that was super cool. And then, uh, uh, after three, four years, man, he took me on the road. So that's the first time I hit now, the Now, did you road. get to hit that stage? Or were you still performing did, everywhere else? Or did you hit that I stage? I did. I performed everywhere else. And then finally, like, I would do, like, the op- like the, the opener. I did, like, the opener nice, once where nice, you do, like, nice, five, nice. ten minutes up top. And that's where he heard you rock, Tony Rock. Just going through passing. Like, to be honest with you, I think, like, uh, I don't when, when he let me go on the road with him, I don't even think that he necessarily even 
had seen me really go up. Gotcha. He gotcha. just was like off the strength of like, gotcha. you know, whatever he needed. Like, hey man, I got blah blah blah. Go get him from the, from, go get him out the at the parking lot or whatever you need. Like it was just, I was just like, you want some? Like, want me go get your drinks or whatever. So it just off. It wasn't even about comedy. That's why I tell comedians all the time, like. Being funny is part of it, but building strong relationships with right. the right people is so Bro. big. Man, just being solid. So right. Tony Rock is such a solid person. So he took me on a road, and uh, at the time I was in barber school because I had got tired of working little dead end jobs. I would I would literally leave the comedy club, yeah. and then go work a warehouse. Like I would go, I would do packing and shipping and delivering, and uh, get off at like six seven in the morning. Mm. And I was just like, man, I'm tired of like. As soon as my assignment ended, I had to go on an interview. Like I realized what I didn't like about myself. I, I don't like interviewing. Like I hate mm -hmm. the interview process. Right. So I need to find a job where I'm flexible. So I put myself through barber school, never cut hair or nothing. And uh, I mentioned it to Tony. And so while I was in barber school, he would take me on a road with him. So I'd be going Thursday through Sunday. Mm. I get back Monday and I had to go to barber school, but he held me, he held me. Like that's the only little money I was making was the money I was making with him on the road that's through barber school. So, that's yeah, tight. Super so tight. I think that a big message in that in, in this too, man, for a lot of the, the comics that's paying attention is, man, being stand up, being true to yourself, and being yourself is sometimes the 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 door that's yeah. right there for you. Sometimes we we you know we wait and we thinking that it's gonna be you you this getting this audition or something, but yeah. sometimes it's just off of you being genuine. So I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, one one thing I noticed, like I'm starting to see a lot of with uh, new comics, and especially I think like the the internet is so big that like people like we had this perception that we have to feel like we know everything. Mm -hmm. But you get around somebody that's been in the game 20 years, like it's okay to not know something right. and ask questions right. and you know what I mean? Cause right. that's what builds a solid relationship. Like everybody, like when I'm around, I'm asking a million questions when I'm around. Like uh, we were literally in uh, uh, Virginia beach. And so, you know, everything is shut down, it's quarantine. So as soon as we get out the show, right. we get a pizza, go to the room and I just hear, man, stories about you know, when he was a feature for, for uh, Tracy Morgan and what it was like when, when Chris Rock came out with CB4, he was oh, still yeah. in school and, you know, he would catch the bus from Baltimore to blah, 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 to, to get on the tour with, with Chris, you know what I'm saying? So I would just hear some legendary stories. So like, that's wow. my favorite part is like the wow. green room stuff. Right. Like, and I, I think that's important. Like, I know a lot of comedians right now are skipping steps. Like, they get the following yep. and then they headlining on their own. But right. just being around that, man, that, yeah, you got to That's the true got, tools and gems you yeah, learn watching yeah, them yeah. work. And then, you know, looking back at yourself and what areas you can grow in. That's a lot of the process. Yeah, I've been watching TV sometimes and I see like a Tracy Morgan. I'm like, bro, I'm part of this lineage. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like my grandfather in comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm part of like I'm part of this. Like, right. the, the right. comedian I'm working for was working for him. So it's it's just dope to be a part of that. Definitely. You know, it's like being part of a fraternity. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Like being comedian is kind of like it that. is it is it's this frat it's just kind of understanding the respect that you have for yeah, your fellow yeah, comics yeah. and your comrades man so it's really like a family that's why i think you know this pandemic that we've been in has kind of shifted that a little bit it because we don't, we don't have the access the freedom that we used to have to be able to get together and have these conversations which is another reason i'm glad we're doing this podcast yeah. so shout out to laugh at the dog for that yeah shout out, shout out <laughs> to y'all for that Word. appreciate it because that those moments and that time we're missing out now and a lot of yeah. people are being challenged and pushed against the wall to say okay now what you finna do yeah you know, can you come off virtually? How are you gonna eat? How are you gonna stay relevant? So, how I, was all of that? I, I, I was kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I know this is messed up to say, but yeah. I appreciated yeah. what the pandemic did. Like, one, it made me because I was so all over yeah, the Benny place. Me up. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I was so all over the place. Like, you know, 
you live in Los Angeles, so right. you always feel like you have to be doing something. Like, you know what I mean? From here to there, I right. gotta be posting, I gotta be working. So it made me kind of be still. Right. And I think another thing too, it, it kind of, it kind of filtered out the game. It got rid of a lot of people who wasn't really, Sheesh. you know, if you right. ain't, if you ain't a, you could be funny, but if right. you ain't an innovator, if right. you ain't trying to build your own, right. this game ain't for you. Man, I'm telling you, it's separating yeah. the, the, the weak and the strong yeah, and you, the resilient. If you, if you ain't a Russell Simmons, Diddy, right. somebody who's like right. trying to make it, make right. create your own, exactly. It's just you ain't gonna make you it. You gonna take a seat in the back? Yeah, you definitely <laughs> all the way back, all the way in the back. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, yeah. it's a young, young, some young comics will kind of hit me up, they shoot me a message, hey man, you know if any open mics or you know of any of this and it's like, you know maybe I can it's like man I hear all of that but you got to be able to find this information know who to follow but also not be afraid to put your own ideas out there yeah. create your own uh platforms or your own you you, know, you cannot be scared to fail man right. like this got to be the air like people I get people ask me all the time like hey bro what should I do or you know I lived in Phoenix for a long time I, I consider that my home. So when I go back, I get a lot of comedians that are like, yo, I want to do comedy. What should I do? I was like, bro, you need to find you a room and you need to throw your own comedy show. Right. Because it's going to teach you one of two things. One, you're getting that stage time. Right. Two, you're building an audience. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's you, you have, it ain't just you building an audience off Instagram. People don't right. realize like, that's cool to have followers. Right. But how many of those followers are really coming to see you live? How many right. of those are really a fan of you? Right. So like when you get the like, Meet people like face to face. Right. That's comedy. Like right. you gotta be funny. That right. that's your introduction. Like if I can make somebody laugh, like talking to them, yep. they gonna want to come see my show. So right. I think that that's an important step that I tell all comedians. Like create your own show. Get an open mic. Put it in the back. I, man, I done did shows in a in a barber shop. Mm -hmm. I did the uh, what else did I do? I'm about to do one in a rim shop in Phoenix, you know oh, what I'm saying? Dope. So it visually it looks super yeah, dope. Yeah. I've done it in the back of a, a Chinese food you don't do restaurant. That in Phoenix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we doing it in Gilbert. Yeah. Bring, we bring it about four to eight weeks. We uh, Monday, we actually get together. We actually talk out all the stuff, but cool. it's a one-stop shop. It's in Gilbert, Arizona, and it's dope. super dope. Like when you walk in to the right, it's a barber shop. Shout uh, out my man DB. Dope. You know what I mean? He got a clothing line right now, um, but he, he's a barber. He got a dope clothing line right now. So it's a barber shop and a rim shop? Yeah, so the way oh, it is, it's, it's called One Stop Shop. So as soon as you walk in, it's yeah. a rim shop, yeah. ideally. But to the right, it's like... Um, a barber studio, just two chairs, not a whole barber shop. It's nice. just two barbers. They've been in the game for a while, my man DB. And uh That's a vibe, bro. Yeah, it's super That's a cool. Vibe. Yeah. And then when you go into the actual shop where I'm gonna actually have the the show at, yeah. it's where they actually raise your car and put the rims on it and stuff. So it's gonna give it that feel of nice, like, like nice. underground-ish. It's like, gonna be tight. Yeah, it's gonna be super tight. So, so You've been you've been doing comedy for how many how long now? How long now? Uh, I think I'm hitting my, my the end of my seventh, so almost eight years. Dope, dope, dope. So yeah. you know, going on the road with Tony Rock, I'm sure is huge. You met some cool people, some talented people. You've been a part of some great things. Yeah. What would you say like your biggest hoorah moment is? Like, wow, this is this was a moment for me, or like uh, your greatest accomplishment? Would you say my greatest moment? It's funny you say that, man. I've had some moments where I'm like, damn, this is super dope. Yeah. Like, get anytime I booked anything for TV, I was on True TV. You know me, I nice. did uh, Laugh Mobs, Laugh Tracks. Oh, I did yeah, yeah. Harder nice City show. on Comedy Central. I was on Revolt. So the TV credits are dope. But mm -hmm. I think um, the two moments that stand out to me the most, when I was on Harder City, I brought my grandma. And like we was talking about my grandma. Which uh, location? Uh, I, I shot Phoenix. I was in, oh, I was in cool, Phoenix. It was cool, me, cool. J-Mac, Jill Kimball, nice. uh, and Rich. His name is, uh, I can't think of Rich's last name, but cool. yeah, he was on there uh, with us. 
But uh, the dopest part about it is I, I brought my abuelita, which is grandma in Spanish, oh, and my nice. and my grandma don't speak no like she understand English, but she yeah. don't really be. So I'm telling my jokes, and uh, there's a dope shot of they did a close up of her laughing uh, when I'm on stage. You know what I'm saying? Like I know uh, she don't know what I'm, what she laughing at. Right. She just laughing because the rest know of the people killing it too. <laughs> yeah. So we just been through so me wow. and my abuelita been through so much through wow. house arrest. She the only one at the house with me and. You know, getting kicked out of school and she just, you know, bust my head. She in the hospital with me. So it's like she's been through so much. So to see her laugh and watch me do comedy, that was a dope moment in time. So that was a big one. Mm -hmm. And then I think my other time that I I just feel like it was amazing is Mm -hmm. uh, when I first started throwing my own show in Phoenix. Yeah. I would have my mom open the show for me. Oh, dope. And I just felt like that was that was super cool. That's like, dope. My mom would just, you know, she would be the opener and not really tell no jokes, but she's <laughs> like, you know, coming to the stage. That was nice. big for me too. That's fine, man. That's yeah, magical, yeah, man. I'm yeah. gonna put my mom on the word. Mama. Yeah, yeah. Mama, stay by the phone. Yeah, stay by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight, so, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm big on family, man. Like so, and you have a family of your own. I too, do, man. I just recently got married. Hey, congratulations, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so Welcome to the yeah, club, man. Yeah. You guys look beautiful together, man. Thank you so, so much. It's good to see y'all connect yeah. like y'all do. It, it's definitely, it's definitely a blessing, man. I, lo- I love. Uh, I met my wife in barber school, so oh, dope. yeah. I don't really cut like that no more. So yeah. I tell people all the time, if it, it was twenty three thousand, I think the loan was to go to barber school. Wow. If, if 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 I had to pay that again to meet the woman of my dreams, it was worth it. So oh, I'm in the crowd, nigga. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, shout out to her, babe. What's her name? Yeah, Mary, Mary. Shout out Mary to Mary Delane. Shout out Mary to Mary Delane. Delane. She know what's up, man. Yeah, so shout yeah, out to her, man. Yeah. Yo, man, I'm glad you came through this. Thank you for having with me, man. I appreciate it. I definitely it. can't wait to see what else is in store, man. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. support system, man, so that's tight. Yeah, we're going to do, do some stuff. Let's get I definitely got to bring you to Phoenix with me. I'm with it. If you ask any of the comedians, as uh, G King, uh, oh, yeah. DC Irvin, yeah. when I bring you to Phoenix, bro, it's, it's you got to turn your phone off. Okay, okay, okay. And we have a good time, man. You know, uh, I put you in a great hotel. I just, Bad. you know, uh, one thing that Tony taught me was he always showed me a good time. Like when I was on the road with him, you know, he knew I was a student. So he put a little money in my pocket when I'm at the club so I can, you know nah, what I'm saying, have, have a fun, good time. Yeah, have yeah. a good time. So right. I'm going to bring you out there, man. You're going to feel like a star, which you are a star. Dope. So uh, I love to have you. I can't wait to get you on. Shit. One of my shows, right. Y'all heard it here, folks. Yeah, if I don't it. have a date soon, yeah, somebody you know, come find me. He on the first one. He's going to be on the first one. We're going to have him in there. He's going to be telling jokes. There's going to be some rims in the back, Let's some pit bulls in the back. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Please tell the people where they can find you, man. You can keep up with what you got going on. You can follow me everywhere at Terrence Delane. That's T-E-R-R-E-N-C. A lot of y'all put the A. That's my biggest pet peeve is A's and E's and Terrence are two different type of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely an E-N-C-E type person. Uh, underscore Delane. My last name, D-E-L-A-N-E on all social media, Facebook, Instagram. I just started getting popping on TikTok. Si no hablan inglés, if y'all speak Spanish, follow me on TikTok because my TikTok is all Spanish for my Spanish friends and followers. Hey. So, uh, and then my YouTube, man, me and my wife got some stuff on YouTube that we dropping. We got a podcast called Over a Bowl of Cereal. We just talk about the pregnancy, oh, how it's I been. I some of those clips. Yeah, That's yeah, tight, yeah. Man. So we just try out new cereal. <laughs> Kellogg's, holla at your boy, man. Yeah. Let me get, you know what I mean? My own little cereal <laughs> right. box. So right. yeah, check us out, man. It's just fun, man. That's what's up, man. Appreciate Yo, man. it. Terrence Delane, y'all see it. Y'all know what it is, man. Y'all know how we do it. You've been watching Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. I've been your boy, yeah. Charlie Wilson TV. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned, stay connected, and we'll see y'all next time. Hey, girl. How you doing? 
My name is Charlie. Did you like that? Come on, man. That was a good-ass episode, man. Look, I don't want you to miss out on the next one. Take a quick minute. Hit the subscribe button down below. That way you can get a notification. And you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next episode.